0: What's going on, guys? Hello and welcome once more to this week's meta. The date is Monday, March 2nd, and there is a lot going on today. We've got new information on the new Xbox. There's a new Star Wars publishing series. There's a new Samurai Jack game. And Trials of Osiris is coming back to Destiny 2. Before we get to that, though, last week we asked our community to tell us what games they're excited about or currently playing. A couple of you sent us some recordings and others wrote in. And honestly, the fact that anyone responded at all is amazing to me. So let's see what
1: they have to say. Hello, everybody. My name is Brad. Uh, A game I'm currently playing through right now is Ocarina of Time. Uh, I should say I'm struggling my way through that. Uh, But nonetheless, having a great time while doing it. Um, A game that I am excited that is coming out is Doom. But more importantly, and this might not be the most popular thing, is Doom 64. I used to watch my dad play that a lot when I was a kid and never played it as an adult. So now that it's coming out for most platforms, I'm just excited to be playing that getting to really dive into the world of Doom and seeing more of where it came from.
0: This is Nate Aspinwall. Been playing lots of Apex Legends recently, trying to climb the ranks there. Why? Mm. Probably because I hate myself. Uh, Also picked up Ori in the Blind Forest on the Switch. Fantastic platformer. Can't believe I missed it the first time around, but I'm enjoying it immensely now. Also very excited for Mountain Blade Bannerlord coming out at the end of March super huge role-playing game where you take control of massive armies and basically try to take over the world. Those are basically it, and that's all for me.
1: Hey, brother, sorry I'm getting to you so late. So I was walking uh, to my complex right next to me. There's this field, there's a bunch of fucking people. And I asked the guy next to me, and they go, hey, what's going on? Why is there so many people over there? And he goes in and the award ceremony. There's this really big deal. Uh, this guy's getting a really big award. And I was like, yeah. So I kind of shift through the crowd a little bit, and I go over to see what it is. And there's just a scarecrow in the middle of all this, all of this big hullabaloo. And I asked this guy, this guy, I was like, hey, man, why uh, Why is the scarecrow getting in the war? And he goes, oh man, it's because he's outstanding in his field. Anyway, uh, so what Gate three? The thing I uh, just recently found about, which is pretty cool because uh, it's one of my first exposures to... RPGs that I really really remember outside of like uh, Pokemon things like that. So that's neat um, As far as brand new things besides that I'm kind of in the dark. I'm getting old so I stick to what I know So uh, yeah, the brother, we just got Shadow of the clock. best game ever made in the world the Soundtrack's phenomenal. Uh, the way it shifts over between when you're in a battle and getting close to a colossus or whatever It's best up in the world literally the best game in the world back when it was on PS2, the most beautiful game in the world, and after its re-release. The most beautiful game in the world again! Outside of that, one thing everyone If their mother should play is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets or The Sorcerer's Stone on Game Boy Color. It is a masterclass JRPG, which is weird because it's an American game about a British boy. Anyway, Jake. Um, eat some ass, dig fast, uh, big dish, eat clips,
0: eat a lot of grit. <laughs> Alright, thanks Nick for that. Also, James Madsen comments on Facebook that he actually really wants Animal Crossing New Horizon, but Doom Eternal and that Warlords of New York expansion for Division 2 are looking really good. And from our Discord channel, Jeremiah says he is looking forward to a game called Sludge Life, which he says is this weird, cartoony, first-person graffiti simulator coming out for PC and Switch. I had to look this game up after he recommended it, and it does look really cool. Everybody should check that game out. All right. Thanks to everyone who contributed this week. Now let's get to the show. All right. Thank you to everyone that uh, contributed. Um... No biggie. If you didn't get in on this or forgot about it, there will be an opportunity every week to submit your thoughts on what we're talking about each week, uh, which leads me to the next bit of news for this week's meta. We just switched to a new hosting platform. Um, We switched from SoundCloud to um, Anchor FM, which so like on your end, you shouldn't notice any real difference. Um, what's different about this is that A, it's free. <laughs> so I, I'm right. not spending any money for this. And uh, B, and they have a tool that makes it easy for us to communicate with you guys rather than like trying to send you guys to like record a message and then upload it to a drive and then email it to us. Like there's too many steps there. Just so, so many steps.
2: Way too yeah. many
0: steps. Also, hello, Ike. <laughs>
2: hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> we kind of just jumped into this. No, it's fine. It's all good.
0: Also, we made it easier. For you to join the Dummy Thick Steely Boys, which is our, um, how, would you, how would you describe our Discord channel?
2: It is a Discord channel that originally started as effectively a group chat between all of us who are just friends. And yeah. then uh, you and I, because we are industrious young men, co-opted it effectively for the podcast. So now it's kind of just this mishmash, fun group of guys that yeah. you need to be a part of.
0: They're pissed. They're like, <laughs> who died and made this into a podcast channel? Right, right. Um, but, yeah, so if you uh, want to just go to our Facebook page, if that sounds something <laughs> that you want to be a part of, yes. uh, there's a link posted at the top of that page. It's just going to be pinned there. You can click on that and join our um, our our growing community of yeah around, uh, what are we, around like 20 20- – Twenty members, twenty steely, right now.
2: twenty steely people deep. We're gonna use non-gender specific terms. Twenty steely people, not just steely boys. They're steely people deep. So, and I'm I'm drunk with power as the chief moderator. So you can see what <laughs> a truly unhinged person looks like uh, in in my position of power there. So you should check it out. It's a good time. Yeah,
0: man, really time. I'm in a great mood today. Yeah, there, dude. The weather is great. It's like sixty degrees outside. Uh, we just got done playing Apex with our boy Nate in the Discord channel. We got a uh, a, a win in Apex. A crispy dub. There was that. Chipotle has new <laughs> queso. <laughs> just the hard transition into Chipotle. <laughs> Dude, today is the bomb. You're having Dot a good com. day. I can tell. I'm having a great day. The queso, <laughs> hold on. Um, the queso is okay. It's, so, the last queso, which I don't know if you've had it. No. It's, it's ass. It is so bad. It tastes like, um, like, like the kind of queso that, that you would get with, like, a pretzel. Oh, and, gross. And, like, a ballpark. Like, it has that sort of, like, malty, like, texture to it. Ugh, like, nope. it's, it's not anything you want on, like, your burrito. No. no, no Super no, no, gross. No, no, no. This is, it. it tastes almost identical to, um the uh the like the toastitos white queso that <laughs> that you can like get in a jar so it's not like welcome I, to queso
2: cast with the cheesy
0: boys. i, I would i would give it a solid
2: 6.7 okay of which yeah. is which is good for i would say fast food queso right i mean indeed. like set your expectations indeed that's good yeah. man that's real good yeah that, there's my queso review there's the case of review. Good, 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 good. good. So you mentioned your, we've been playing Apex, which has been fun. You've kind of like taken. I feel like you've kind of climbed over. You, you've dude moved past the learning curve of Apex. That's my observation.
0: I'm, I'm 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 a hardcore player now. Really, I I log on almost every day. This week I've logged on. I um I take the the charcoal from my incense burner and smudge it under my eyes <laughs> to get ready. <laughs> um i don't feel that that really improves my gameplay but it makes me feel like a badass right Um, and and that's all that matters at the end of the day (laughs) that's all that matters the training wheels are (laughs) off sir yeah i uh i'm getting kills i'm getting dps i'm learning the, the 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 heroes
2: or they're not called heroes legends
0: but i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it a lot i've played it more than call of duty which i feel like is what you've all you always wanted
2: it is, it is. One less person on Call of Duty is my main goal here, so <laughs> thank you for converting over for that. I realized today I have 300 hours plus in Apex, which is ridiculous to me. That That's quite a bit. I, I didn't think it was that many, but here that's, we
0: are. That's as many hours as I've put into Destiny 2 on Steam.
2: I should be way better so, at, Des- at Apex than <laughs> at I am, <Apex. laughs> if, if that's the case, but it's fine.
0: That's a lot, but that's that's like all you play though, like yeah. really.
2: It it pretty much has been. I mean, I've been playing Stardew Valley, but we can get to that in a second. What else have you been playing besides Apex?
0: So I just finished Sekiro, as you know, and I I felt lost immediately after. Like, what do I do with my hands? (laughs) I don't have anything else to play right now. So I was browsing the Steam queue, and I was like, it's either going to be this cute little Pokemon clone called Tim Tim. Have you heard of this game? No, I haven't. Well, it's a Pokemon clone. Okay. <laughs> that, so, I mean, I have heard it, of it then. <laughs> yeah, it. I don't. I say that it's a Pokemon clone. It actually reminds me more of like Digimon than anything. Okay. Um, it has this sort of weird. Um, I don't know. It just feels like a weird generic version of Pokemon, but with better features. Okay. Um, it looks cute. A, it looks like it's in early game. access right now, which is why I didn't opt in for it yet. Okay. Um. But it, it looks like something I might pick up in the future because I love I love those games and sure, uh, and it's on PC, so why not? So yeah. it was either that it was either that or Resident Evil Two, um, which came out last year, and I suck at horror games. I hate them. They make me feel <laughs> bad. But I heard really good things about this game um, from my boy Kirk Hamilton. I say my boy like we're, we're friends. He doesn't know me. Uh, he's <laughs> he's an editor at Kotaku, but I'm right. a big fan of his. He loves that game. Um, okay. So I decided to pick that up instead of Tim Tim, and that was maybe the biggest mistake of my life. Oh, really?
2: Have you not <laughs> Dude, been enjoying it?
0: I'm getting heart palpitations playing this game. Seriously? It is, it is rough. You're basically like locked in a police station with a bunch of zombies. Um but, like, zombies aren't as scary to me as just, like, the audio design. The audio in this game, like, is a master class <laughs> in, really? in gaming audio. Dude, everything, it's,
2: it, it's hard, hard to describe. <laughs> you're, 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 like, shook by this game. You're, you're having a hard time even describing it.
0: I'm having a hard time getting through it. The scariest thing about this game so far are the creaky-ass floors. Okay. I don't, when you step on a wood floor, you hear every <laughs> single step Terrifying, it's terrifying. <laughs> you
2: should am, stream this. Um, I would pay to watch this.
0: I thought about streaming it, but like legit, I just don't need that extra stress factor. Sure, I okay. don't. I don't need it.
2: Okay, okay, all right.
0: Um, but it's good. <laughs> like I, I, I decided to like continue that streak with like I wouldn't ordinarily play Sekiro, and so yeah. I was like, I, I, I want to like try something else that like is hard in like a different way. Yeah, and and like see that. Through to completion, so we'll. God,
2: I think I'm the gonna last. Try my best. I think the last horror game that I played was PT, the demo that was on PlayStation, yeah. and that that scared the wheels off of me. That was terrifying. I hated that. So PT is
0: incredible. It, yeah. I'm sad that like you can't you can't play that anymore. Uninstalling like, you it have it downloaded. Yeah, it's, it's gone.
2: Uninstalling it is one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made. I, I felt really dumb yeah. for doing that, but it
0: it has very similar vibes to that. Okay. Um, just in terms of like the ambiance, mm-hmm. um, it's just very oppressive, <laughs> <laughs> very
2: oppressive.
0: Also the, the engine that they use, it's just the, it's a really good engine. Like it looks really good. It's really good. Like facial animations. It, what it's really good at is like, I'm try- trying to describe it in a way that doesn't use the word moist, but moist. it like ah. it makes, it makes everything look wet. And that's really good for, like, games that are really gory because you really get that, like, anytime there's, like, guts or anything gross on screen, it's just really good at animating that.
2: Okay, right on. Right on. I've had mostly the opposite experience of that in my gaming outside of Apex. I've been playing um, Stardew Valley with my wife. (laughs) Um, We found that the Nintendo Switch will let you basically host your farm, and a multiplayer experience can happen with another Switch player on your network. Yeah. And um, Bree, who has logged over 500 hours on Stardew Valley, um, has been helping me get my farm started. We, were, we recently constructed a grain silo together, and uh, that has been fun. And, and honestly, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of great because it's the perfect mix of my wife and I's personalities where I'm kind of a freeform, like, oh, let's just go down in the mines and whack at stuff today. And she's yeah. a very type A, like, no, we need to water all the crops and do this, this, and this. And <laughs> Stardew Valley has kind of become, like, our de facto, like, free date night. Like, we'll just sit there yeah. and play games, and there will be, like, Law & Order or something on the TV. And that sounds boring mm-hmm. to some people, but that is, like, our favorite thing to do now. And it's a blast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's so, awesome. I'm, Have you uh, seen... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a good Stardew player. Um, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a diligent farmer, I don't have patience, um, but my wife has all of your those Your crops things. are all dying, but oh. your,
0: your marriage is flourishing, on marriage the other Marriage
2: flourishing, <laughs> and I have a cat in the game that looks exactly like my gray Aww. cat, and his name yeah. in the game is also Hogarth, so that's just nice. So that's when what we're playing, basically. Um, you and I are pretty excited about this topic. Do you want to jump in with it? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, Xbox, over the last week, has detailed some um, some more Series X news um we just tab over so they have this infographic on their site the highlights are um, 12 teraflops variable rate shading hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing quick resume for multiple games and smart delivery what the fuck is all that (laughs) specifically yeah what the hell is a teraflop
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i i know that it has something to do with the GPU's ability to draw polygons on your screen. Like the more efficiently it does, like yeah. the more teraflops, the better and quicker it and more efficiently it draws shapes on your screen, on mm. like a really granular level. Um, and it's actually kind of crazy that they have twelve teraflops because you mentioned that your 1070 Ti only has eight, my 1080 yeah. only has eight point nine. Brag, yeah. But it's it's wild that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild that a console coming out this year like in months is going to basically overshoot what was last year's like top of the line GPUs that's crazy yeah. to me
0: let's just go through the list and yeah. uh, so variable rate shading um this is another one like teraflop that I'm not sure I fully understand um it's sort of like from what i understand that it's it's really useful for like VR um, I'm just going to scroll down to where they actually talk about variable rate shading. Yeah. Our, uh, it says our patented form of VRS empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the power of the Xbox series X rather than spinning GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen. They can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. Oh, I have some smart. doubts. Yeah. I have some doubts about that last part with no impact on the final image quality. So if you imagine with like VR, at least like your eyes um, are going to be most focused on like the center of the screen. And right. I guess that's true for even like console players. Sure. So if you think about what that means for your console, it means that like they won't have to devote as many resources to what's going on on like the peripherals. Right. Like it can really just focus on what's happening, where you're looking, which I think makes some sense. But I don't know. I don't know. I have doubts that it won't impact the final image quality. I don't know. It. I haven't seen this in action. So right, it's, it's hard to say for sure.
2: It, it makes sense, though, in terms of VR. Like if I'm playing with an object on Boneworks or something, for example. Yeah. I mean, if I'm looking at this hatchet that I have... It's probably going to do better to render that hatchet very well, especially while I'm flailing it around, than yeah. worry about the soda can that's in the background. You know, and I right. think that it's a smart allocation of energy and resources for the cards. Um, man, that's just one of those things that, as we get better at, I assume there's some element element of machine learning here in artificial intelligence to where the computer yeah. knows to like okay, don't worry about this, allocate more energy to this. That just seems so cool. Like I'm still kind of nerded out about all of the sort of small efficiency things like this. That's yeah. very cool to me. Even if it doesn't you... really like lead to a huge difference in performance, I think over time it's super will. So that's kind of cool.
0: Did you hear about the way um, Horizon Zero Dawn was developed and like what they do to like allocate resources
2: yeah, basically like the game only shows you, it only renders what you're looking at.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's essentially like, if you can imagine like a cone in front of Aloy, like that's what you're seeing. And then everything that's outside of that cone is like nothing. Like you yeah. don't, <laughs> yeah, you, like the game is not rendered. So the game is like literally rendering the game in real time based on where you're looking, which yeah. is really cool.
2: It's so, it, and, it, and you can't fool it if you try to spin Aloy around really quickly. I've tried. What I'm stoked on is the 120 FPS, man. That's insane to me
0: i'm stoked that a console is going to be able to get more than 60 honestly oh for sure <laughs> like having cool.
2: 60 as the ceiling for something like a console i don't know that they could have done that again and it would have been i mean i i just it feels like if we make 120 the ceiling and make that the standard that's yeah. probably good I, i'm right. i'm a fan of that
0: yeah uh we all know what like ray tracing is um sure we do Wick? Sure. I mean, yeah, it's the God rays, right? It's how like light looks on various objects. Yeah. Um, makes light look more realistic. Uh, that's that's awesome. It
2: I feel like been... if we if we explain this, let let's highlight the things that a normal person who doesn't know jack about technology would probably be stoked on. And for me, the quicker frame rates, and then the fact that every freaking title on Xbox from the dawn of time till now is gonna get supported, and that blows my mind. Yeah, that is yeah. insane.
0: The feature that I'm excited about is this quick resume uh, feature. Um, it allows you to so like even if you turn off your Xbox and turn it back on, uh, you can resume multiple games in the exact state that you left yeah. them in.
2: Yeah, I love that. That sort of they they mentioned in their write up about like how it's it's just raw efficiency. And then I thought, oh, well, they're just going to put an SSD in there. And then they were like, our super fast SSDs. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what they're doing. <laughs> I, I like that though. I think that an SSD, anyone who's built computers, and I think that it surprises me that they were still using hard disk drives for consoles as of last generation. Like an SSD is like the cheapest, most efficient way to get speed out of a system. Mm-hmm. So, them adding an SSD to this to the Xbox X like just makes sense. Like that's that's a no-brainer yeah. to me. I love that. Um I think like on the whole, man, like having read the announcement and having read through the specs, I wasn't necessarily excited about this before. I still very much doubt that I'll buy one. But man, if I could like <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was like, I'm still not buying an Xbox, if but if I, if I could
2: write a list of all of the things that I would want this next gen console to have, I would forget some of the things that they've remembered to put in this thing, which is yeah, super cool. I mean, I love that. I think that that's really neat.
0: Uh, what's next on the agenda?
2: Oh man, you and Jeremiah and everyone else who has uh, destiny still installed must be happy. <laughs> um, Trials of Osiris are finally coming back. Woo. <laughs> I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not.
0: <laughs> I I mean, I'm excited. It's, it's hard to be excited for like, I don't know, like it. A like we've had it before in the past, but yeah. also like this has been the worst kept secret, <laughs> yeah, in, in the world of Destiny for the last three months. Like the banners have already been in the tower. They've been hinting about it for for a while. I'm glad that PvP is finally getting, um, a a, a good like competitive game mode. Like mm-hmm. that's been sorely needed. Uh, for a long time so that community is happy i I don't play a whole lot of crucible anymore really um yeah i mean i don't play a whole lot of destiny in general (laughs) there are some cool things that are happening with it uh so first the the old armor set which is the armor set that like everybody loves for from d1 is coming Mm -hmm. back um parts of the armor will like glow every time you go flawless which i guess is cool although i do wish uh the glow didn't like reset every week. Like I wish that was just a permanent thing that you got. You could kind of um, earn
2: it and keep it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are three maps coming back from D1 anomaly, which is the moon map with like the rotating platforms in the center of the map. Um, there's cauldron, which is the hive themed map on the moon mm-hmm. also from destiny one and Exodus blue, uh, which is uh, the last Cosmodrome map also from D1. So yeah. I, I love all those maps. I'm glad they're coming back. It sounds like it's going to play more or less. Uh, the same as the original mode. If you um, get nine wins, get a reward. If you get nine uh, flawless wins, meaning no losses, then you go to the lighthouse to get more rewards, Um, which, I mean, I I think is fine. Like, I I think that's what the community wanted. Uh, They didn't want uh, the mode to change beyond what it was. Like, they've been saying that forever. Like, just literally just put the original trials back (laughs) back into Destiny. Like, don't overthink this. Just... Give us, give us what we want, and they're doing it, so that's cool. I don't know Which, why it took so long, but I'm glad it's a thing.
2: I was about to say, is it a good critique of your game that the best thing you can do to make people happy is to just make it like the old game? Like, have we reached that stage of the Destiny community where it's, please God, just make it like it was, and then they're just caving to that rather than making new content? Like, is that, um, are we satisfied yeah. with that as a Destiny player, or is that something that you kind of are more upset about?
0: The Destiny community doesn't know what it wants. They think that they want things exactly like they were, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, which like literally just happened with the meta in the Crucible. Like they, they were like, I want one hit kills back. Right. Um, I want shotguns that can like one hit kill at an insane distances, and that happened. And then they're like, Oh, I'm not <laughs> like this isn't fun for me because I don't play that way. Right. right. So. Um, So like there's this new artifact, uh, which has been around for the last few seasons. Um, I don't know if you're aware of what the artifact is. No, I don't. It's a little artifact in like the lower left corner of your like character screen that you can put mods into that unlock throughout the course of the season. One of those nodes on the artifact allows you to just progressively creep up on power. So like once you hit that cap, you can still get XP and increase your power level like very gradually. But what that means is there are like veteran players that can just, that are like power 1000. So like if the cap is like, yeah, if the cap is like whatever it is right now, 980 or something. Yeah. um, You can keep going. Um, Right. Which is fine for like the PVE aspect. But Mm -hmm. if we're talking about like competitive PVP, uh, and the power level of and the power 20 level plus matters. actually means
2: something, yeah. Right, which it will for Trials.
0: Like, you can put two and two together. Right. Um, people aren't going to like that, and they already don't. So, of course. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up changing that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm glad the Trials coming back. That's cool.
2: Yeah. Is this something that you're going to hop back in for, do you think, as a seasoned Destiny player?
0: Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would
0: like to try it out again. I have... Uh, good memories when Trials was around for Destiny 1. I don't play Destiny with any of those people anymore. Yeah. Um, but maybe I can wrangle you and, and, and J-Man into a match of Trials or something.
2: See, that's me. Like I'm only, I only know and understand Destiny in a PvP context because that's just what I am geared towards is PvP yeah. shooters and stuff. So Destiny to me has always been a PvP game that has an element of oh, God, we have to go do this cave exploring thing again. And <laughs> I think the fact that they're bringing back a more competitive PvP playlist feels good. Um, I I don't know that it's enough to woo people like me over who have been, like, sick of whatever has oh, been. Oh, no. I, I yeah. just... I don't know that it's enough to excite people who have been out of the game long enough. Um, sure, yeah. So we'll have to see. I don't know.
0: There's a game coming out that I know you're excited for.
2: Good I sent you the message for this the second I saw it drop on Kotaku. Guys, there is a new Samurai Jack game that's coming out and the soundtrack for it, the cinematics for it, every single thing about this looks so sick. I'm not even someone who watched Samurai Jack as a show when it was on TV, Um, but I love the art style of it. I love hack and slash games, and this feels like everything I could ever want from kind of a cartoony hack and slash game i'm so pumped about this dude
0: you didn't watch samurai jack
2: no i didn't no i think it's on my jack
0: is right up your alley i know
2: i know it is on my list of things to like eventually sort of put inside my noggin um but yeah it's it's definitely as the resident weeb i'm i'm way behind and i'm ashamed to admit that i haven't watched it but i'm very excited about this so i am glad
0: that something like this exists um there hasn't been a decent samurai jack game ever like i think there was one made for like the game boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like forever ago i'm less impressed with this at least like the trailer that they put out um didn't really impress me all that much uh i think people are stoked on it just because it's samurai jack and hell yeah samurai jack um but the animation doesn't remind me of like the cartoon at all it looks very like stilted to me it just has that overall vibe of a game that's gonna be you know kind of meh really Um, yeah that's and i generally have a good like pulse on these kind of games
2: if it had been like more of a two-dimensional style thing rather than this kind of like blocky animation do you think it'd be better looking or is it
0: yeah like if this game were like a more almost like dead cells like i don't know Uh if you've seen that game a samurai jack like dead cell style game might be pretty cool yeah um i don't know it's developed by uh this this japan studio called Solile. i think that's how you say it mm-hmm. uh, they they developed uh shinobi striker and devil's third this was a game that came out for the wii u what i i can't it, it's like an action melee shooter type thing nintendo did not promote this game at all it's like they wanted it to fail when it came out it's like they knew that it wasn't gonna suck um and it it did like everybody pretty much unanimous unanimously oh, did no. not enjoy this game i i'm i say all that to say i it doesn't exactly bode well for the Samurai Jack game that these are like the two games that this developer is like known for. Yeah. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see.
2: Yeah. I think if it's, this strikes me as one of those games that it needs to be relatively cheap on the steam store for a lot of people to just impulse buy and play the crap out of. And I think that the cool possibility here is that it's one of these games. It's literally titled battle through time. Um, Yeah. I see this as a game that if they drop like five to $10 levels every three months or something to buy, I would definitely Mm -hmm. do that. Like that just seems like a no brainer for me. I think that'd be really cool. But I'm, I mean, I've got 35 hours into Akane, which is just a very rudimentary hack and slash game for the switch Mm -hmm. and on the steam store as well, I think. Um, So this is right up my alley. I mean, this is cutting stuff up with a samurai sword and having fun doing it. So,
0: my first impression watching that trailer was um, it reminded me of those old games that you could play on like adultswim.com or cartoonnetwork.com. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't know if you played any of those. Yep. I remember there being like a Teen Titans game that i played a ton of mm-hmm. um there's a bunch of stuff like that but that was the vibe i was like is, is this gonna be an adult swim.com game like that would be super cool
2: yeah um so you're fine if this is an adult Swim. Com game but not fine if this is a polished console release
0: it, it looks like a free game that i could play on adultswim.com okay is what i'm trying to you. say i i, I would not spend more than 15 dollars for this game
2: okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> <laughs> um there's a bunch of star wars news <laughs> boatloads we we would probably have to construct two separate boats load all of them up with the star wars news and at the same time it's a bunch of information that results in me going huh okay like that really (laughs) yeah it's just i i'm gonna have to see more of what they're talking about so what we're getting at is they're releasing a new book and comic book series called the high republic and there's this four minute trailer of a bunch of Star Wars writers all being very self-congratulatory on all of the great work that they're doing building this world out. <laughs> and I think that it's really cool. I mean, it's set 200 years before Phantom Menace, and it gives this whole, you have in the notes, and I think this is very apt, it's Knights of the Round Table meets the Wild West vibe. Um, and I, I'm i just gonna need to see more of what they're talking about. its It's... I've never had to experience Star Wars really outside of the context of, like, I don't know, the the main cast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's still kind of a stretch for me. Um, the Mandalorian I loved, but that's also something that I loved before they made the show. I have yeah. no emotional attachment to Jedi that were 200 years before Phantom Menace. So I don't know. I mean... I've mentioned on this very podcast that I would take just about anything in the Star Wars universe if you just put a Star Wars skin over it. So I'm excited. But just seeing that they brought in the guy that did the um, the art direction for Darth Maul, like, yeah. it's, I'm, I go, okay, <laughs> neat.
0: <laughs> so I'm excited for this because it is during a time period that we don't really know anything about. It's set after the Old Republic stuff. So the like kind of fall of all of the Sith <clears throat> and it's set before the Phantom Menace. So already right. like it, it's exciting to me because it's set in this time period that I think there's a lot of opportunity to just sort of go crazy and tell the stories that they want to tell. Right. They're not really like hamstrung by uh, the movies or like TV series or like trying to bridge the gap between two movies. Like they can right. kind of just tell stories that they want to tell. And that's mm-hmm. super exciting for me. Um, I love the wild West vibe. They have, uh, they showed concept art for a Jedi that has a lightsaber hanging at his hilt that like looks like a revolver, Uh like it has a revolver hilt. So like that, that alone, like indicated to me that we're going to see a bunch of stuff that we've never seen before. Um, so like that was super exciting. They showed a screenshot of like their writing board. So there's some interesting things here under, so like they have three categories, there's fiction. Uh, things we love about Star Wars, and then Star like th- Star Wars w- wishes. Um, I think I can just kind of ignore the fiction and Star like things we love about Star Wars. Under the things we love about Star Wars, they have not pro war. They love droids, the, the scope of it, uh, space and lightsaber battles. That there's no single main character, the Force, and complicated monsters. So that's fine. Um, yeah. Under Star Wars wishes, there's some interesting things in here. So. Have relic hunters. They have university. So some form of uh, I don't know school for Jedi. Yeah. um, They have dinosaurs with an exclamation point.
2: Mythosaurs. They're gonna bring mythosaurs. Yes. I
0: low key love that idea. Do it. (laughs) uh,
2: Yeah, that sounds sick. Like I'm. Give us mythosaurs, you cowards. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I want them to put like like cyber parts on these dinosaurs oh god Please, like yeah. robot legs and laser eyes make it weird i'm yeah. here for it
2: yeah i think that um you are getting me stoked when you mentioned that they're not having to worry about being fussy and bridging the gaps between movies for um, sure I, I think that'll that will i mean now that i'm sitting here hearing this like that that will unlock a lot of more potential to actually possibly and i mean i'm knocking on wood surfaces here maybe even give us the best Star Wars story that we've had. Like, that's the optimistic view, is that, okay, the Skywalker saga got us started. It mm-hmm. has a lot of problems with it as a story. There might be some room here to now set up a story that's been kind of driven by one good storyteller that yeah. has a full, cohesive version and vision, and that just feels good to me. I think that'd be neat. Just yeah give it one director and one storyboard team please for the love of god like let's not <laughs> yeah yeah please yeah. <laughs> um
0: and then next up for the star wars news we got a new ewok update in battlefront 2 right um, right ewoks look cute <laughs> but ewoks are freaking terrifying yep looks yep. can be deceiving they're so they're they're a new um i don't if you play battlefront 2 you have all these like special characters that you unlock with points as you like play through a match so they're right. a new like version of those characters um their primary weapon is a bow and arrow uh which doesn't sound scary but it auto tracks targets mm-hmm. <laughs> so y- that basically means that like if-, if you're playing as an ewok you can just strafe around targets <laughs> and just disorient people with arrows that auto seek you out right um incredible right. they don't um if you want to, like, do headshots, you have to, like, actually aim. So there's that. Like, that's the caveat. Um, they have a uh, Valiant Horn, which buffs their attack and reduces incoming damage. Um, at the cost of, like, revealing themselves on the radar. They're, they're chunky little attack bears is what they are. <laughs> they're very sneaky boys. They use uh, their natural predatory instincts to highlight targets through walls. Uh, I want to play this update. Yeah, really what I want to talk about is like how this game has turned around is just incredible.
2: I know
1: um, yeah they've
0: these developers have like just sort of been quietly releasing these awesome updates sort of in the background and they're all for free. If you remember when this game came out like there was so much controversy over like microtransactions mm-hmm. and just their whole like attitude um, and like all of that has kind of shifted within the last year or so yeah like it for sure it, my my like read on this is that this is a game now that like actually feels complete and the content coming out is just like cherries on top of an already good product
2: right it's a gorgeous looking game Uh, All of the stuff and all of the weapons, if you literally just inspect, I have spent probably hours just going through in sort of the menagerie that you get of characters Mm -hmm. to kind of look at stuff. And I've just looked at stuff. Because if you've ever, like, watched a Star Wars movie and you thought, oh, that's really cool. I wish they would have kind of a lingering shot on that. You can open this up and in a high-definition, like, beautifully rendered environment, you can just pick crap up and look at it. And it's amazing. Um and that, that's just been one of the cool aspects of it. And you're right, like they're just dropping in new stuff. The Death Troopers on this game, they recently added their E eleven D blaster rifles, which are the yeah. kind of like AR fifteen looking like blaster rifles that the Death Troopers have, which are they they instantly became my favorite Star Wars weapon because this looks like what a special forces blaster should look like. I mean it mm-hmm. just looks insanely cool. Uh they've dropped that into the game and I mean, this is something that if you picked up Battlefront 2 and just made the initial investment of, what, like 20 bucks to play it now, I mean, yeah, you're getting a stupid amount of content. A ton of content. Yeah, yeah that they're constantly adding to. Yeah, which I think is so. neat. I mean, it makes me sad that they don't... They presumably could have done this from the jump if they had just taken their time with the game. Um, mm. But I will never be upset when a company decides to, like, Release more content versus just trash it and start over, like um, they're doing with Anthem. But um,
0: and they considered doing with Battlefront as well. EA wanted yeah. to make Battlefront
2: three, and they scrapped that idea. Right. They Which just decided to a they good idea. Switch things around and do this. Which yeah. kudos to them. We need to celebrate that. Like that. That is something to be celebrated and to be happy about. So right. good job. Good job, boys.
0: Um. And then last week, you posed the question to me what my dream Star Wars game would look like mm-hmm. a Star Wars game developed by the coalition would be awesome they're the Gears of War devs Ooh, um, I would yep. love to see a new Republic Commando game done by the coalition that um, yes. like a, I, I a want modern that day <laughs> Gears of War style super gritty super like mature yeah squad based games just sounds incredible to me yeah. So that's one. I think I think really my dream Star Wars game would probably not, You're gonna hate this. Would probably not look uh entirely dissimilar to something like Destiny. Uh, <laughs> so why? if you took if you took out like all of the microtransaction bullshit, if you took out um I don't think there would be any PvP aspect so that you could just balance like the weapons and the loot. I would love a Mandalorian class-based like action shooter multiplayer game with like raids. I think that I think I don't I think that would be my dream Star
2: Wars game. And see, I would play that because I would feel like I I would have to play that. I would hate it though. <laughs> I think that, that that would be cool, man. Like I I think your first one is it. I think there needs to be like a I mean a death trooper style Game would be just ridiculously cool and maybe do what star wars does in force someone to reconcile with the fact that they are death troopers and what that means and maybe providing a alternative view at what morality is in that context like that would be rad another looter shooter in the star wars universe maybe i your your first instinct for me was the best one
0: I've done terribly at describing what I want out of that, uh, but we we're hovering around forty-eight minutes, so I might Fair. just turn this into a blog post or something and like go go in on what I want out of a Star Wars lo- looter shooter. Um, so I- I'm gonna pose that question to anybody listening to: What would be your dream Star Wars game? Um, use the Anchor FM feature and let us know. Boom, in uh, a message.
2: Sweet. Is it time for my closing hot take? Yeah. Okay, so we've looked at the Xbox specs and we've seen that they're basically going to drop a console that's significantly better than what last year's graphics cards were for the PC to a degree. Yes, you can always spend twenty five hundred dollars to five thousand dollars on your high end GPUs and maybe be able to render a game a little bit quicker and have a little bit more frames per second than the next person who spent five hundred dollars on their graphics card. Um, On that note, side little sidebar here, we're overspending on our PC parts, myself included. I think it's ridiculous that anyone would spend like multiple hundreds of hundreds of dollars on RGB fans. I'm looking at my PC right now in shame, having done that myself. Um, I think, and I hope that with AMD sort of on the rise, we're going to be seeing cheaper GPUs and processors and everything, But what I really hope happens, what I really hope happens is the Xbox specs and the next generation of consoles that come out lowers the price of CPU components significantly. Like, I really want the console boys and girls to have a good console. What I really want is PC part manufacturers to feel a little (laughs) heat on their necks to be competitive. And I don't want to have to spend $800 to get a super good gpu so not really a controversial hot take i want i'm not sure that's a hot take (laughs) please i want cheaper stuff good god i just feel like we're i feel like everything is so expensive right now i don't know that's i'm bitter about it
0: hot take wow (laughs) more cheap things yeah please. no i agree yeah please i i would i would love to upgrade my pc and it not cost me three thousand dollars
2: yeah that's that's all i want I'm right st-
0: now i'm st- i'm actually still paying off uh my current pc <laughs> rip rip all right guys thanks for listening so much um thanks for listening so much thank you so much for listening
2: <laughs> thanks for listening so much if you've made it at this point you have listened so much You're good a job true champion way to go um, we'll see you next week <laughs> bye guys <laughs>